Welcome to the Noble Warrior Podcast. Here is your host, Mike Frazier. Hey everybody, Mike here with another episode of Noble Warrior Podcast. We just wanted to thank you for dropping in and spending some time with us and listening to what we have going on the show for today. What's happening, fam? Hope you guys are doing good. New year's, new day. I'm getting ready to start off the new week. Hope everyone's staying safe, staying warm out there. If you're staying warm, I hope you're enjoying it. <laughs> Anyways, um, just wanted to get on here and talk a little bit about some stuff that I've been kind of talking with and I've dealt with in my past. And it's kind of taboo it's kind of dark it's kind of not really anything that no one's really wanting to talk about or address but uh in the military i think some of you guys know where i'm going with this but it's right there not wanting to lose your spot what i mean by that is uh say you've worked hard in your career in your military career especially law enforcement career and you want to uh, not lose what you gained. You worked hard to get a security clearance. You get hard. You worked hard to get training. You worked hard to do all kinds of stuff. You've seen a bunch of stuff. You've traveled. You've done things. You put it to good use, right? Then things happen. Things start to get kind of funny. You can't really explain it. Um, you start kind of losing yourself. You start seeming like angry, frustrated, you just know you're not your true authentic self and you're struggling. You don't know what to do. You don't know who to talk to. You don't want to go talk to anybody because you can lose your spot. And what do I mean by that? Say you have a security clearance. Say you're on flight status. I've had all this stuff. Doing cool swoopy stuff um, with the military, the Coast Guard, the Army. Um, progress up in those things. And then, you know, you have the potential to lose it. Because you want to go and talk about these things with somebody. And I dealt with that. I didn't want to talk to anybody for a long time. I knew something was going on. I knew that things just weren't right. But at that time, being an alpha and, you know, being a warrior, being a special operations warrior, leader, mentor, you know, you can't look weak. You can't be vulnerable. You can't show those things. And if you go to talk to someone, they may pull you off that flight status and put you on medications or whatever the case. You just you just open up a whole can of worms on a bunch of different things because you don't really know what's going to happen. There's a whole lot of unknown. You can't control that. And it causes fear, causes anxiety, causes frustration. So many different things. So what happens is we just keep packing it on. We just keep packing it. We're like, well, it's just, I'm just going to have to compartmentalize it. Like this happened right here. Put it in a box. Store it up there for a while. And you keep doing that. Put the next thing in the box. Store it up here for a little while. And what happens is things keep growing and growing and growing. And the next thing you know, it all falls down on you. And you collapse. Whether it be combat, whether it be back home with your family, it's going to happen at the worst possible time because that's when there's more stress and that's when the trigger switches to the other side or the light switch hits the other side and you don't really, you don't really know what to do with it. And you're like, oh crap. And it blindsides you. 
but it's because you've been pushing that away for so long. And I'm not bad talking the military by any means, um, but this is something that I think that they could improve on, especially helping with that stigma of talking to someone. And it's not just talking about your feelings and, oh, someone yelled at me, I don't like that kind of uh, type of feelings. No, that's dealing with real-life struggles, dealing with real-life issues. There's a point and a separation between just complaining and not wanting to do what you're supposed to do as opposed to doing what you're supposed to do and just piling it on and piling it on and piling it on. And yes, when you go talk to people and you listen to people, you can differentiate, differentiate and discern between you know, fluff and someone's just like struggling with something and someone that's like got some serious compound issues. You know, you can feel it. The energy's there. Um, there's just, there's just so many indicators that are there. And once you start opening up now, a lot of people like myself go through and just put on the tough guy persona and just stay abrasive, stay cold. And usually because I've been there now, now that I know when I see people like that, I realize, man, this guy's going through some stuff. Um, I'll just wait and, you know, see if there's an opportunity to be able to talk to him to open, allow him to be able to open up and share something, or, you know, maybe he just don't, maybe I'll just pray for him. Maybe I'll just kind of hang out and see what I can help out with. Maybe I can, you know, unburden his life a little bit by taking, taking, you know, something off his hands, helping him out with something, not being so stressed out. But a lot of people don't see that because these people that go through that, what I went through is, you know, if someone was to do that for me, I'd be like, oh, don't do this. Let me do everything. And it just, it just creates worse and worse and worse frustration, anxiety, all of that. And so what happens is we not wanting to lose our spot. We just keep piling on, like I said, and we don't talk to anybody. We don't do anything. What eventually happens to us is we either mess up and create such a horrible mistake or human error that didn't need to be there because of all this extra stress and um, issues that we're dealing with, you know, we could have eliminated that and started working on other things, started de-stressing, the whatever atizing that we're going through. We're not aware of that. We don't know that. We don't really know the indicators for that. And this is what I'm saying the military could do a lot better job of bringing some people, maybe some veterans in somewhere or some civilians that have gone through some things to talk to some veterans, to talk to these guys, to help these people, to be able to um, infiltrate the military and help each other out. And that, that would be amazing. That would have been great for me. But the stigma is, you know, you're an alpha. You can't, you can't show weakness. You can't be talking about things. You know, there's a lot more people in communities now that are opening up to understanding. Hey, you know, maybe there's more longevity in these warriors and these soldiers, and we spent so much time, money, and effort in to putting a little bit extra into, you know, their uh, mental health. You know, what are what's going on with them? Not only will that help produce mental health for their career because uh, there's a lot of guys that I know that are career veterans their their career um, in the military they get out and then they become uh, career have a whole another 20 years in something else uh, these guys are dedicated to service and to life and to leadership and 
that's that's huge. That's amazing. That's what you want. But why not promote that since you already have it there and help have your leaders that are already up here with all this experience pass all that good stuff down to other people. Now, what's happening is these guys are just holding it off and holding it off and continuing down this dangerous, self-destructive path. And that bleeds out to everyone else in the military, everyone else in their chain of command, everyone else in, you know, their authority over or under. I know for a fact because I did it. And I seen people that I was in with that were going through the same thing. And I've reached out and talked to some people that I was in the military with, even that I didn't even know or serve with, but just said that they wish that they could have done something better to help promote the leadership and the growth of the people that they were training and working with, doing just everyday to day stuff with. And that's huge. We we need a lot more of that. And there's not a whole lot of that. So that's kind of something that I wanted to talk about. What do you guys think that would have helped you? Are you struggling with something that you know you you want to go talk to someone and ask about, but you're kind of afraid to? I know for a fact that there's Tons of people out there that are struggling with this. You don't want to lose your spot. You don't want to lose your career. What if there was something, a way for you to be able to go and talk to someone without having that, hey, I'm going to put the stamp on you. You're broken. You're damaged. You're not going back over there. What if there was a way to mitigate all that and bypass that? And I don't really have all the answers for that, but I'm just, you know, starting a, a, a what if kind of thinking outside the box. You know, what if there was something else that would not help compound these issues on these warriors that are going through there every day? Because they're going out there training, being away from family, they're deploying, being away from family, coming back, they're still away from their family. Why? Because they're struggling with all these things that they don't really know what to do. They don't know how to kind of plug and play these certain things in there. And it affects their families. Um, and they don't even realize it. Their families don't even realize it. You know, a husband goes away and, and deploys and his family's back at home. Why this guy is going away and fighting, he can't really think about that family a lot because he's struggling on living, surviving every day out there. Then when the deployment's over, he hits that light switch and then he comes back home. And boom, he's with his family. And what happens is, the, the wife, the kids, the spouses that were at home, they are all like super excited. Hey, mom and dad's mom or dad or whoever's back home. I've been missing them. Man, I can't wait to get, get out with them and do stuff. And these guys, they come back home and the, the ones that are deployed, they're like, hey, I'm home with you. It's great. I want to decompress. I need to take it easy. I need not so much emotion. I need not a whole lot of excitement right now because I just kind of want to decompress. It doesn't happen with everybody, but a huge majority of the people that I talk to and dealing with uh, issues that they've gone through, this is a part of their understanding and realization that these are things that they've come through and understood. And it's big and it can save a lot of people a lot of heartache and understanding of realizing that, you know, that happens. You know, how could guy that goes and deploys, come back home and realizes that and catches it before he lets that relationship go. Or, you know, the wife at home with her kids can realize and understand that thing. That way she can work on it and talk to someone else and they can work together and not get rid of that relationship and help that relationship grow. There's just so much damage, not only with yourself, 
um, and not wanting to lose your spot, but also a lot more damage to your family, your friends, your loved ones, your coworkers, everybody. And it sucks because you're in a hard spot right now because there's not a lot of places to go to talk to anybody with this. And hopefully here in the future, in the very close future, something like this can be put out to where there's better opportunities for warriors to go out and talk to someone without having that big, you know, like I said, stamp. It just kind of shuts you off and pulls you away from everything because that's why there's so many people afraid of that. But at the same time, being vulnerable is a very scary thing too. Now, I'm not broken. I'm not damaged. I don't have anything going on. I'm good. I just got to suck it up. You know, everyone has that. I've had all of that thought. I've, I've thought of all of that. Um, I've been through all of that. And there's people out there that have it way worse than I do. I, I know that. I understand that. But from the very limited understanding and things that I've been through and understand, I know that there are people out there that are struggling with the same thing. So I do know that this is going to be a controversial kind of type of thing. And that's why I wanted some input and to find out if some of you watching this, listening to this, have had anything like that going on. You know, are you on a flight status? You know, I do know for a fact that if you're on flight status and you're taking certain medication, you get pulled from flight status. I do know for a fact that if you go and talk to someone and you have a record of mental health stuff, you're not going to be able to do certain jobs uh, in the special operations community for a while or possibly ban because, you know, you're dealing with this stuff. Does it mean that you're damaged and broken for life? No. Does it mean that you can get help and get, um, you know, talk about things and work on things and then get back to where you need to go? Absolutely. I, I know for a fact that, that that's a possibility. But what if, you know, you just need to take a step back and learn and grow and understand some things and let someone help you heal and, and deal with that process you're going through? And it's tough. It's tricky. It's scary. Uh, there's just so many what ifs and unknowns that a lot of these guys go through that, you know, they plan. That's that's their job. That's their mission every day is, hey, you know, I got to have a plan. I got to have a contingency for a contingency. You know, people are dying. We can't have that. And I understand that. I know that. But right now, when you're going through these things, when you were um, focusing on these things, trying to block them out and push them away, you're just doing not only, like I saying, more damage to yourself, but to others. So, you know, not wanting to lose your spot is, is huge. Um, and it's scary. And it's not fun. And when the hammer drops and boom, you know, you get labeled as, and this guy, he's damaged goods. He's, he's, not, uh, he's not what we need anymore. We need someone to come and just replace him. And that's a, that's a terrible feeling. And in the military, you know, uh, unfortunately, you know, they eat their own and there's not an environment for, um, for growth in that arena for the mental health. And I do know in the special operations community and the aviation community, um, that's, that's one of the big things. If you can't do your job, man, you got to move out of the way, let these cats go do their job. And it's, it's bittersweet and it's tough, uh, at first, but once you grow and you heal and you learn, you like, it's, that was the right thing for me to not to be right there uh, at that time because you know, I could have made a mistake, you know, flying in helicopters, um, taking people to and from places, 
make a mistake, and one mistake is uh, is critical. So that just compiles on. That's just one aspect of you know the military. And there's so many different aspects and levels of all of this that tie in together that make it just so much more um, intense and important. This is huge. It's very very important. Uh, but I feel like there's always stuff being done and said to help get people um, aware of mental health. But I don't really think that there's a whole lot of stuff to help with these warriors out there in the military. I think there's more um, opportunities for veterans to get help than there are people in the military. And that's, that's frightening. I think that's a huge, one of the huge factors that um, um, add on top of, you know, soldier suicide. And uh, I know it's not the only thing, but it's it's compound. And if you can take off some of these layers and help ease with some of that stuff and help understand stuff and help grow stuff and start looking at things outside of the box, um, it might help. There might be some, some different things that we can do. So I just hope that um, this kind of gets you thinking a little bit. It helps gets you motivated a little bit if you are a veteran and you're helping people uh, if you are a leader in the military and you're helping people, you're, you're leading people, you know, keep these things in mind. Understand that these things um, happen to everybody. Not wanting to lose your spot um, is, it's it's there. I mean, yes, you have to do your due diligence and earn your spot. In the military, that's, that's big. Uh, you can't just get a trophy and say, hey, you participated, good job. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of that happening, but... Uh, once you get in the higher echelon of being in the military and special operations, that's that's a no-go. That, that doesn't happen. You've got to earn your keep. you got to do your stuff. But doing your due diligence and working on stuff and learning stuff is, is a big part of it. And you can't just neglect things. Mental health is one of those. And if you don't understand and have the tools to be able to grow and maintain, you're not going to understand that. You're not going to know that. And, um, you know, it's just going to be one of those things that it's going to take a little bit of time and grow. Just like when you work out, um, you learn all these workouts, you see all these weights, you learn how to do the exercises and you start doing it. And it's, it's not fun. I mean, at first it's painful. Um, you know, you have sore muscles, you get tired, but you keep the discipline to keep going back there and doing it these new exercises and new space, these new things that you haven't done before. And after a while, you get strong, you get fast, uh, you feel good, you look good, and you're healthy. You're growing and you're growing strong. It's the same thing with the mental health. It's the same thing with your military training with weapons. You know, guys train with weapons all the time. They're sending lead down range. That's how they get good. They become proficient by practice and discipline. It's the same thing with this. But not wanting to lose your spot. I mean, you have to... One, you have to get there, and two, you have to get to a point where, you know, you can save your spot and actually grow and maintain a position to be able to keep it, and mental health is is a big part of it. So with that being said, I hope you guys uh, got a little bit of something out of this. I hope it gets you thinking a little bit. I hope it gets your uh, wheel spinning. In that, um, in that, in that spectrum of, of mental health, like I said, I know it's a kind of a controversial subject. 
it's kind of weird. It's kind of scary. It's kind of eh. And for the you guys that are guys and gals that are dealing with that right now, um, you know, just just hang in there and just keep plugging away and keep trying to find someone and talk to someone uh, that can understand what's going on that can relate. And you know, if you're worried about talking to someone on your chain of command, go talk to someone somewhere. Don't just keep it in. You know, if you're worried about your career and stuff like that, go go find someone that you can talk to. I know that there's a lot of veteran outsource um, places out there and people that you can talk to that would love to help uh, you know, an active duty member just listening, just anything. Because, I mean, that's what we're here for. That's what we want to do. we got to take care of our own. So with that being said, I hope you guys stay safe. Um, I hope you guys keep crushing it. Keep working on that mindset. Uh, keep staying blessed. And uh, go get after this new year.